This episode of Radio Free Tote Bag is brought to you by Podcast Republic, a podcast client for Android. With over 2 million downloads, Podcast Republic is quickly becoming one of the most popular podcast apps for Android, and with good reason. Podcast Republic allows you to search all of your favorite podcasts, audiobooks, and YouTube channels or playlists, and stream them all on one platform. With automated downloads, you can even have your favorite content saved to your phone for listening, even if you don't have service. And you can synchronize the app between all of your Android devices. Download Podcast Republic for free on the Google Play Store. I guarantee you'll be a fan. Hail to the queef we have chosen for the nation. Hail to the queef we salute him and his balls. Hail to the queef as we pledge cooperation in proud fulfillment of a great noble balls. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Our president's a molester, and I'm Arthur. Woo! And I'm Donovan, and uh, I'm here to say that Arthur's voice is, is so beautiful. Hail to the queef! There we go. Oh, my God. And those lyric changes? Ah, oh, perfect. We salute him <laughs> and his balls. What about these ad-libs, though? I'm fucking on fire today. Yeah, dude. That was off the cuff, too. We should say he did not have this pre-prepared. Yeah, very, I literally looked impressive. up the lyrics like seconds before. Uh Oh, I want to mention at the top of the show, because we haven't been doing our fucking catchphrase for the last 17 episodes... It's a show about relationships. How about that? There we go. Yeah, I think people may have forgotten. That's true. That's good. <laughs> That's good for putting that in there. Hey, guess who's fucking congested and has a cold again? Is it Donovan? It's me, ladies Woo-hoo! and gentlemen. Yes, yes. I'm starting to think like this is just a chronic issue, and maybe I'm allergic to something. But yeah, it's driving me crazy. Uh, I took a decongestant. As I usually do, so hopefully that will help. You know what didn't help? What didn't help? So I take a uh, L-arginine supplement for lifting. Uh-huh. And previously, I've had this stuff in capsules. Uh, but it's pricey, like all the fucking supplements at, uh, at uh, Walgreens or whatever, CVS are. So I go online. I'm like, I take this stuff just about every day. I might as well like get a bulk powder of it, right? I take like creatine and powder, and it's fine. You just mix it with water. It doesn't taste like anything. This is the worst tasting supplement I have ever put inside Excellent. of me. It is fucking foul. You ever you ever open a condom and you kind of catch a whiff of like the the kind of stinky lube smell that kind of yeah. sticks in your nose? Yeah. Okay. Well, imagine that in powder, Ooh. and when you drink it, it just it coats everything and just sticks there, and your mouth just tastes like fucking condom lube and it's it's very very unpleasant at least one of our listeners just googled that particular supplement for the purpose of getting that flavor i'm sure <laughs> somebody <laughs> out there likes that it. there you go dude just sprinkle a little l arginine onto uh, whatever you're eating and uh, it'll give that nice nice trojan zest trojan zest yeah <laughs> it's my disc jockey name now forever nice. uh, forever on live radio call me trojan zest i fucking like that yeah. Well, what, what's new with you, Arthur? Well, sir, uh, I got fucking poison ivy all up and down my arm, so I've Fuck been yeah. I've been itching and scratching, oh, and God, uh, it's uh, it's fucking delightful. They got me on prednisone. I'm taking steroids, so maybe I should start doing some lifting. There we go. Get some get some bulk up, and I got a hot date on Saturday. <sighs> hot date sounds. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. How'd you get this poison ivy? We got to take this one by okay. one. How'd you get the poison ivy? Uh, I think I was mowing the lawn and there was like a huge vine of one of those uh, poison sumac or oak fucking vines that was like hanging out of the tree. Because if you Fuck. look at the position of it on my arm, it matches perfectly to where I was moving this vine out of the way with my arm as uh, I was going that under sucks, it. Dude. Yeah. It's that fucking sucks. awful. Did you know when you saw it or did you not realize until I had no fucking out? idea? I was like, whatever this thing is, I don't care. Move Damn, it out dude. the way. And then a day or two later, it was just like, ha ah. ha Oh, God. That's awful. 
Yeah. I think I'm immune from getting it real bad in fourth grade. I just stay home from school for like a week. It's all over my fucking neck. Ooh. I remember just wrapping like a wet towel like with ice in it around my neck. It's fucking awful. You know what I learned? Here's, what's it? What's it's it? not contagious. Everybody, oh, really? think, everybody thinks poison ivy is contagious. It's totally not because it's um, it's a compound called urushiol in the in the plant, and then it touches your skin, and you have an allergic reaction. And it's not like your body then begins to produce urushiol. Yeah, dude, that that'd be it'd be like a crappy superpower if you just start leaking itchy juice. You could be a villain. You could be a pretty cool villain with the itch juice. You could be. Your name could be like poison ivy. And then, yeah. <laughs> That's a superhero reference coming from me. That's that's good. That's deep, that's deep good. cut for Dono. Yeah, big. Does Zisty ever tell you his poison ivy story? No. I, I, I mean, short version. They're moving out of this place. He has two fucking katanas that our buddy left with him, and he's moving to a smaller place, and these are huge. These things are like four foot, five foot fucking katanas. He would have two leftover katanas. He's the he kind of dude who would have just, leftover katanas. Just hanging around, swords. So anyways, instead of just tossing it, his solution is there, there's this tree in the backyard covered with vines. I think you can start to see where this is going. Oh, God. So he goes out there with the katana and starts hacking at him, and you know, just having a jolly old time. <laughs> and, and then he puts the sword like into the vines, because he's like, the next person will come and they'll like, find this sword. It'll be super wild. Well, it turns out all the vines are poison ivy. Oh, God. And he gets just coated with this shit. Like, it is on fucking every part of him. He has to go to the doctor. It's, it's, I don't know how much he, I don't think he cares if we reveal this. It's all over his fucking dick and balls. Yeah. It is everywhere, dude. Yeah. He's so just annihilated. He's miserable for fucking weeks because they're trying to put this stupid fucking sword in the tree. So. <laughs> And now, now we've been worried since that whoever moved in there was like, oh, sick, dude, like a katana. And then they just got fucked up by it, too. Oh, man. Yeah. That's beautiful. Gift that keeps on giving. It's a cursed sword that causes you to itch. <laughs> dude, it'll get coated in it. And it's like an enchanted uh, poison, plus two poison effect DPS. You get, you get what I'm saying. D- don't fuck with me. I'm putting that in a game. I'm going to run Here a D&D go. game with a poison ivy sword. You get chopped in half and you're bleeding out dying, and then on top of it you're just like, ah, fuck! Uh, Calamine! <laughs> Anyways, fuck Poison Ivy. I yeah. think that's the point. Um, well, tell me more about this date. Okay. That was my, that was my uh, second point. I met him on Bumble and he has very pretty blue eyes, and he is also a gamer, and we're going to go out for Margs. Go get Margs. Marg it up. Where are you going? Uh, somewhere down his neck of the woods. He doesn't have a car. For the first time ever, I'm the one with the car. <laughs> it's big. Yeah. Pretty huge. I don't know if I mentioned that on the show either. I got a car. Oh, my, fucking, yeah. my fucking rents bought me a car because they're very nice people. Hell yeah. What kind of, what kind of car you got? It's a, it's a 2008 Toyota Matrix. So it's a, it's a decade old Toyota hatchback. But it's in good shape. Uh, yeah, dude. Those fuckers will run forever. That's... That's certainly not a bad option. Yeah, I'm in love with it. It's just, it's the freedom of the open road. Our listeners know about that because they're adults. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Arthur, when you, when you get into the car, would you say that you enter the Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's... <laughs> Let's let's get to some questions. All right, fuck. Oh god, pickles like attacking my leg for that joke. She's like, fuck you and your fucking okay. awful humor. Meow, meow, uh, meow, meow, meow. Let's fucking hit it. Meow, terror, meow. My thirty-one F boyfriend thirty-two M texts me that he wants to have sex with his friend. New boyfriend of two weeks. Thirty-two M thirty-one F. We had exclusive conversations about our status before getting into a relationship. I made it clear I want monogamy. He claimed that's exactly what he wants, too. We agreed if he wanted to do threesomes, we'd need to talk about it extensively and set strict and clear boundaries and later on in the relationship. My BF just texts me if it's okay if he messes around sexually with his friend while hanging out. I told him if that's what he wants, then he should go ahead, but then we'll have to break up because, first of all, too early in the relationship, and second, we need to talk about it and establish boundaries. Third, I'm not even there, nor have I ever met this said friend. Fourth, This doesn't sound like monogamy. I'm furious at this point because this is clearly not a text message conversation. And we literally just had a conversation about this topic. 
He then says, I'm, quote, fucking nuts for being upset and wanting to throw away the relationship, and he's, and he's sorry he even asked. That he was being considerate by asking for my permission. Mind you, this happened at midnight, and he knows I work at 6.30 a.m. Am I being crazy for being furious? Is this wrong in all levels? I need honest opinions, please, because I'm ready to walk from this non-existent relationship. He presented himself as a super sweet guy and has been up until yesterday. I just want to know if I'm the only one who thinks this is BS and warrants a breakup. TLDR, boyfriend of two weeks, tells me he wants to have sex with his friend and thinks I'm nuts for being upset or wanting to break up. Posted by Adorably Flawed. Oh, man. Not flawed. Not flawed. Oh, this sucks, dude. We're going to be coming in hot with the air horns on the first, on the first fucking question. <laughs> oh, God. What a fucking dick. Yeah. This is totally unacceptable. Even even from somebody who is in favor of uh, exploring sexual boundaries in this way, you definitely don't do it at midnight with a text message of somebody that uh, you know your SO doesn't know, and in, there's in no prior weeks, arrangement. In two, two fucking weeks, weeks in, into the relationship, no bueno. Jesus, yeah, man, that that sounds like a big mismatch. I mean, like being generous to the. Uh, to the boyfriend here, maybe he's used to more of an open relationship, polyamory sort of situation, and doesn't realize that he's being shitty here. Mm-hmm. But that's a fucking stretch. Yeah, text at midnight, uh, not meeting the person, and fucking uh, literally just had the conversation about it. Where it sounds like this guy really laid out that that's that's what he that's what he wanted. You can't you can't spring this in a normal like established relationship, let alone two weeks in. Uh, when you've just fucking talked about this shit. Yeah. I, I'd say break up with this person immediately. I, Absolutely. I don't think there's any way to salvage this. This is definitely too rough. Uh, I have read articles that suggest that if you're going to be polyamorous, that you should be, quote, ruthlessly so. That you should um, just be open from the get. And, like, you know, this whole idea that, like, you should grow more attached before doing that seems like it might be counterintuitive. Like... That you would be more jealous uh, if you gave the relationship time to marinate and, uh, you know, become more possessive over time and then introduce polyamory. That perhaps it should be a component from the very start. But it sounds like this is not what girlfriend wants. And if that's not what girlfriend wants, then girlfriend shouldn't be in relationship. Yeah, man, that's not exactly. Because if you want to do that, I've never, never actually had that thought. That it makes sense. You'd kind of want to get that from the get-go. But obviously, you both got to be on board with that. It can't right. be one person like, all right, <laughs> I'm doubling it down before we develop too many feelings. If the girl is like, nah, dude, like, fuck off. We just had just had this conversation. So, uh, yeah, dump the shit out of this jackass. Smash those air horns. And uh, I, don't, I don't know how much there is to say besides oh. that about this. Oh, I've had him play in the entire time. There's just a, there's an unbroken <laughs> air horn behind us this entire conversation. Just a constant note from the beginning. <laughs> I assume the comments are going to be saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah. let's see. Holy you shit, dodged you really dodged here. a bullet here. Username lucky. blank enter says. Yeah, lucky you saw this within the first two weeks. Don't just walk away. Fucking run. Accurate. Yeah. That is that is the upside. At least you're only two weeks in before you really develop this shit before this, before this started happening. Right. And Pickle is attacking my headphones cord. Get him, Picky. Get him. Get out of here. Get him, picky. Fuck, she was like she was like tangled up in it. I need to I need to wrap this thing up. Well, that sucks. You ready to move on to the next one? <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. Air horns out the door. Maybe uh, maybe this one will be a little better. Drug use affecting my 22m relationship with him. 21m. Hey guys, throw away, of course. Hello. Hello. So I'm studying abroad in France, and my BF is in the States. Oh, no. I've already had beef with him using marijuana before, but he told me the other day he did cocaine at a party. This isn't the first time he's crossed a line with me. If we hadn't been dating two years, I'd already have walked away. I'm pissed. You know how hard French is? This is an accelerated language program, and I'm going to get way behind dealing with this. I really love him, but I feel like the longer we date, the more I'll get walked all over. I just can't help but feel like there's a man out there who wouldn't do this kind of thing to me and would treat me right. There's other times that he's done things that weren't 
that weren't considering me or a relationship, and I don't know what to do. Breaking up with him is going to be logistically difficult because I live with him? Wait, 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 wait. wait. So the BF oh, well, is in the States. Yeah, he's You're in France. France. Oh, wait, so they, they, lived, they lived together back in the States. I, I guess. guess. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking up with him is going to be logistically difficult because I live with him, and we have had good times. When I told him I was pissed, he said to please consider that we've had good times. <laughs> please consider that we've had good times. Okay. The times we've had have been the best of my life, but I just can't. I don't know. I just don't think I can do this with the drugs. I want to give it a shot, but I'm worried this will just get worse. TLDR, my BF did cocaine at a party, and I don't know what to do. Help, please. And, uh... I think this edit is a little a little clarification. He says, drugs are a deal breaker for me. I don't think it's a horrible immoral thing or to demonize drug users, but I don't want a partner who uses drugs. All right. And uh, posted by Generic Banana Help. Generic Banana Help. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> live together. Just like in the middle of the ocean. You kind of like, <laughs> one of you commutes to France and the other one commutes to the States. One uses a submarine. One uses a speedboat. There we go. Yeah. That'd be a cool, cool little garage. Uh, <laughs> that's rough, man. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So marijuana, I feel like if you are hung up on marijuana and a partner, then I don't want to fuck with you. Like there was a time in my life where like uh, if you wouldn't date somebody who smoked marijuana, I'd be like, well, glad we're not dating then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I'm with you in that sense. I... I don't I mean I don't personally think that it's a big deal, you yeah. know. Even this dude gets drunk and does coke at a party, and he's also telling his partner about this. Yeah, you know. Personally, I'm not thrown by that, but we we got to consider it from from this dude's perspective, and he's he's even clarifying like he's not tr- out here trying to uh, fucking moralize at drug users. It's just like his personal thing, yeah. and I you know I think that's all right. If you're not into somebody who's like that, then that's your choice to make. Um. I think the real problem here, like regardless of any moralizing on drugs, is that he, he's told him that. And he's told him before that it crossed a line with him. Uh, and so that's, that's shitty to, to, to break that and, and you know, go and do something when, when you said that you, you wouldn't or respected that. That's absolutely true. It's, it's a breach of trust at that point, for sure. Exactly. But yeah. on the other hand, like, like I'm saying, I mean, he did come clean with him. I... Uh, I, I would I'd say try to... I don't know if I'd end something over this. Like, I'd clarify with him that, like, that's a breach of trust and that was shitty for you to do. But I also feel like telling this dude to, to lighten up a little bit. Like, you know, yeah. people get drunk and do stupid shit sometimes. True. He, was, he came clean to you about it. And uh, does he say how long they've been dating? I don't think he, I don't think he mentions it in there. But, but the things are good besides that, you know. And you have a talk about it and this it sounds like it is already somewhat of a running issue if it's happened twice, but yeah. I, I feel like this can be worked around with enough conversation and, and maybe, maybe in your, uh, maybe opening your mind up a little bit to the old, uh, the old devil's lettuce, the old devil's lettuce and, uh, yeah. Bolivian devil's, marching powder devil's dandruff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bolivian marching powder. Isn't that That's great. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. You, so wait, wait, what did, what did you say in the past? You, this is this is not this was not something that bothered you in the past. Oh, absolutely not. You had a stage where it did. I oh. uh, I was like I was a huge stoner for fucking years, so it would have been like uh, when marijuana is a deal breaker. I'd be like deal broken. <laughs> like I was at that point completely unwilling to uh, to do away with cannabis in favor of a relationship. Uh, and I think uh, I know a lot of people that are there. I know a lot of people that you know have cannabis as a part of their life, and that's just how that's going to be. Uh, I do feel like cocaine is a bit more of a pernicious drug, though. Uh, Definitely so. Uh, it's certainly more physically addictive, and uh, I've known some people that have really fucked themselves up on it. Um, luckily, the person I'm thinking of uh, got clean and moved to Arizona, so you know, good on you, buddy, if you're listening. Um, so I don't know. Recreational cocaine use at a party, I think, is different from you know blowing lines at work. Exactly. 
But but I also know that it definitely is a step up. Like it would almost be a different thing if he just smoked weed again and was like, ah, oh, fuck, man. Like, uh, I smoked. I don't know. Yeah. Trying to trying to get him to come over to that versus like you crossed a, a lower line and and now you're jumping up to you know doing doing bumps off of uh, you know a hooker's bunghole at this mm-hmm. uh, strip club party he was at. So. Yeah. What yeah. like what about if next time calls up and it's like ah geez you know I was at this party and. Things were getting a little wild, and I just, you know, smoked a little meth, got a little, <laughs> got a little crystal meth going. I Stayed up for three days, <laughs> dug up, up some days. arrowheads. <laughs> I fucking went on a six-week mescaline bender. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just eating, eating cactuses with a, <laughs> with a knife and fork. Yeah. Like in a cartoon. Uh, I think both of these people, you got to have a hard conversation about it and examine exactly exactly how much of a deal breaker this is uh for both of you yeah exactly exactly like how much are you willing to give up drugs for this partner and how much are you willing to tolerate drugs for this partner exactly it's gonna come it's gonna come down to a big conversation you know i say maybe set some guidelines like you said as long as this isn't an everyday thing and it's something that happens occasionally like i don't know my personal feelings are coming into this a little bit, I think, as we've been saying, but it just seems like something you could let go. But if that is a hard line for you, then, you know, maybe end it in that case. But I think this is salvageable with some, yeah. with some good heart-to-heart and, uh, you know, a couple rocks. <laughs> Smoke some crack on it. Smoke some crack on the subject. Dude, I just, I just had a flashback. Uh I don't know why I was reading about public restrooms in LA that I was drunk in downtown LA a couple of years ago. And they have these big public restroom stalls that are like, there's really, they've got like fucking tile work on them and stuff. They're these really bizarrely nice looking stalls, two, two bathrooms to each. And a flashback to walking around drunk down there, had to pee real bad and saw one. It was like, Oh no way, dude, like a fucking, they have public restrooms here. Open the door and there's a dude smoking rock in there. And he was very upset with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but I really have to pee. And he's like, fuck off. And slams the door. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Fun story. My yeah. sister uh, was in New York City back in 90, would have been like 93, 94. And uh, she went into a public restroom in uh, New York City and found somebody uh, shooting up heroin into their neck wearing roller skates. Damn. <laughs> I like, want to meet this character. Yeah, it sounds like a fucking good hang. Yeah. Fucking roller skates, neck heroin person. Jesus. Can you can you roller skate around if you're on? I feel like heroin, you're just like laying on the ground. I bet, it, I bet it feels incredible if you can make yeah. it work. Are they just like a zombie leaning over, like slowly rolling down the street on these roller skates? <laughs> That's yeah. that is a zombie character that we haven't run into. Is the zombie yeah, yeah. just like slowly rolling on roller skates? Rollerblading zombie. <laughs> I'm into this. Yeah, I don't know who we talked to about this, but that's a character uh, character type that needs needs to make an appearance in some some game or uh, or movie. I'm gonna say J.J. Abrams. We'll get in touch with him. There we go. Possible friend of the show if he takes this idea. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna dangle that carrot in front of him. Hey, uh, hey, I got I got a question for you, Donovan. What's that? Should jerks stay alone? Hmm. Tell me more. I'm pretty sure my latest 30M relationship, 27, or F27, is over. So this person is 30M and they're... Okay. Great, 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 great. I was... It was really good for the first couple of months. But now we seem to fight every single day. I feel like I really try to keep things friendly, but it seems like she's basically mad at me. Always basically mad at me. And I've become a lot less sympathetic to her feelings as a result. This is how all my relationships go. It's clearly my fault. I don't have any long-term relationships anymore, and all my relationships end in disaster. I don't even really get along with my family. The simplest explanation seems to be that I am a jerk. This doesn't make me happy, but it doesn't seem to be something I'm capable of fixing. I try to be as pleasant as I can, but in the end, I burn everybody out. Thing is, we're pretty similar. I have a history of attracting dysfunctional people, yet another sign of my own dysfunction. She has a lot of trouble with people too, few friends, and many burned relationships. She is desperately insecure, pedantic, irritable, needy, and usually upset. I tend to think I'm somewhat less insecure and angry, but more arrogant and irresponsible, and probably worse (laughs) in other ways I'm too retarded to perceive or correct. 
Anyways, uh, she's been bringing up breaking up a lot lately, and I'd be lying if I didn't say if I said I wasn't thinking of it too. Still, I have no idea what to do. I don't want. I don't know if this is my fault or hers. I don't know what's really wrong, or if there's any way to fix it, or if I want to, or if I or let's see, or if I want to, or if I even should want to. I feel so guilty all the time. Maybe I should feel that way. I don't know. I really do care about her, but I'm feeling pretty beaten down about the relentless conflict, feeling very negative about my ability to have relationships in general, and this one in specific. I'm more or less a friendless adult from a family of social misfits with emotional problems or probably slightly autistic or something. Little belch there. Mm, Delicious. I don't know that I should even be trying to have relationships. I guess the thing that's bothering me the most is the idea that she's just like me and therefore this is as good as it gets. If that's the case, I guess we should go to couples counseling, but I don't know that there's any... I don't know that either of us can change. I've known her for some time, and honestly, neither of us have gotten better over the years. Maybe I'd just be prolonging her misery and mine by dragging this out. I'm also wondering if she's actually the functional one or if, and would just be better off without me counseling or not. I don't want to be the cause of someone else's unhappiness. Is it even really possible for someone like me to make someone happy? I really only have relationships because I don't want to be alone all the time, but it seems like I never fulfill people's expectations. Can you really have relationships if you can't even have friends? TLDR, dysfunctional person muses about dysfunctional relationship. And that was posted by a string of numbers I don't care to read. <laughs> it's at least 20 numbers. Yeah. I, th- I think we I think we captured with that. Yeah. Damn, so, dude. So should jerks stay alone? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I'm of the opinion that if you especially if you can recognize a big personality flaw like this, um, it's going to be easier to solve that stuff. If you're on, if you're on your own Mm. and especially if his girlfriend is going through something similar, Uh, but regardless, you try to solve something like this with somebody else. I think that's kind of a a recipe for codependency uh, or fucking each other up uh, in the long term. So I'm not, I don't think this dude is hopeless, mostly because of the fact that he recognizes that he has a problem here. Uh, but I think this would be a good time, you know, you're recognizing this, to maybe get into some therapy and, and work on yourself uh, and get to the point where you're not, you know, it sounds like pretty fucking miserable uh, in general before you bring somebody else into that situation. Yeah. You with me? Yeah, I'm with you. I think a lot of people are miserable assholes uh, and manage to find miserable asshole friends and miserable asshole uh, uh, significant others. I think that there is hope for you. Uh, I think that you're definitely on the right track knowing that there's something wrong. Uh, And as we've discussed before on the show, the common factor is typically you, you know, in all your relationships, you are the common factor. If this keeps coming up, it definitely is you. Uh, but that doesn't mean that there's, you know, nothing you can do about it. Um, you can get a tune-up at your at your local therapist. <laughs> I fucking... I love my, my bi-weekly tune-up. Fucking no, put it, your head on straight. Exactly. Exactly. And I think most... Most people who, you know, who are fucking misanthropic dickheads are, aren't typically aware of that either. Or they just double down her and like fuck everybody else. Like I'm the one who's right here. Like Dennis Miller, babe. (laughs) Little Dennis Miller reference for you, babe. I don't know who Dennis Miller is. He says, babe. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's his whole. That's his whole thing. This whole thing, babe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But but this this dude's self aware. He realizes he's got an issue. I I I don't think all hope is lost uh, by any stretch. So. How long did they say they were dating? I don't have the text of this one in front of me. Does he mention that? Pretty sure my latest relationship is over. Pretty good for the first couple of months, but now we seem to fight every single day. Yeah, man. If it's already getting bad a few months in, I say cut your losses on this one. Yeah, pull Be that Be single cord. for a while. Get a therapist and, you know, just do, start fucking meditating or something. Do, L- do a little, little self-reflection. Yeah. 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 So... You know, get a hobby, get a pet. Oh, pets. 
Pets will bring out the best in you for sure. That's true, dude. Unless you get like a sociopathic cat, which is about half of them, <laughs> you know, then you're going to, you're going to learn some, uh, some bad things. <laughs> learn some bad habits from your, from your animal. Start lashing out by eating socks and filling my folded up towel with cat food. Wow. Yeah, That's a I fun just found trick. That. I just found that. <laughs> so you think she's Chelsea, like hoarding? I don't know, dude. Chelsea was going out of the pool. I'm like, okay, there's a there's a towel over there. I'll pick it up. And I pick it up and all the shit falls out. I'm like, what is this? Oh. And it's just full of fucking cat food. You should tell our readers who Chelsea is. Oh, yeah. Readers, uh, listeners. Yeah. I've been dating, dating a girl for a couple weeks. Woohoo! Uh, thing, things are good. Yeah. Donald Bless back on that horse. Back, back on the relationship horse. Yeah, no, it is, it, it is, it is very good. She's awesome. Talked to Arthur for a little bit uh, before the old podcast arena, but uh, is unfortunately will not be meeting him when we go up to Columbus on account of Arthur's too busy getting some D. <laughs> too busy acquiring D. D and Margs. D yeah. and Margs. God, that sounds like a fucking excellent Saturday. <laughs> Ah, I can't blame you. Anyways, man, it, it, it's good. She's she's pretty wonderful. Yeah, happy for you. Uh, me too, brother. I'm I'm happy for me. Yeah. All right, so get a therapist, get a pet, quit being a miserable jerk, or continue to be a miserable jerk. And yeah, dude, double down on it. Become fucking president. It's a callback to Arthur's song at the top of the show. Woo! Woohoo! All right, well, Arthur, I got some good news for you this week. Uh-huh. I uh, was perusing the uh, the old suggestion box, and we got some new questions in there. Yes. Two missed... of which, are, two of which are legitimate. I missed question box. Yeah, dude, me too. So, uh, let's go ahead and move over to these question box questions. Uh, starting with one, it looks like it was posted on June 29th. So these these are pretty recent. Mm-hmm. Fresh indeed. I am F22. And I am always super shy and nervous around every guy I like slash crush on. I feel like this is constantly ruining my chances in a relationship. Any advice on talking to guys and being more calm, cool, and collected? And again, posted by Anonymous. Okay. Uh, I'm in the don't really be that cool, calm, or collected camp. Because oh, like, yeah. like if, a, if a girl, if I sense nerves around me, that's how I know they're into me. <laughs> like if you're if you're playing it too cool, it'll sail right over my fucking head, and I'll have no idea. Uh, but if I if I sense you know the trepidation about you, I'm like, oh, maybe she's fucking about it. <laughs> maybe she's about it. No, that's true. You know that that's also kind of normal. You're into somebody that it, it can be difficult to be. You know, kind of kind of cool and on and around them but that's like an, it's an endearing thing i don't think there's anything wrong with that and if a person was going to be into you like i think they're going to be into that regardless you know what i mean like the only reason this isn't going to work out is if if this person wasn't going to work out with you anyways sure. and on top of that if you if you are a shy and nervous person then like that that's just you and yeah uh, you don't want right. to hide you don't want to hide your light under a bushel your nervous exactly. light exactly and, and out there pretending you're calm on the other hand, I'll mention what I, I've mentioned about me going on dates before is where I, I'm like not typically uh, like a shy, not talkative person at all. I can be a pretty chatty motherfucker when I'm when I'm comfortable with somebody, uh, but first meeting somebody can throw me because being uncomfortable, you get anxious and stuff, and uh, it, it's frustrating. One because it feels bad and that dissuades you from trying to talk to people you'd potentially be interested in it might have a connection with mm-hmm. uh beyond just the the actual crappy feeling of that so my little short-term recommendation for that is you know if you're going to go out with somebody uh just drink a beer or two you know go uh, go get a drink with them i'm not saying get shit housed because that's that's a mess <laughs> but you know you drink a beer or two it t- takes the edge off you can talk to them without all that anxiety fucking with you and if you're like me, get comfortable, and then from then on, you're fine. You just got to overcome that kind of initial anxiety hurdle. Absolutely. Speaking of uh, shithouse on first dates, I have uh, a pair of dear friends of mine who dated for a number of years, and uh, I was bouncing at the club where they had their first date, and oh, yeah. uh, and uh, the gentleman of the of the pair 
uh, it was a man and a woman, the gentleman of the pair, uh, got absolutely fucking wrecked on their first date, <laughs> and they lasted two years. So happy for you guys. But damn, uh, two years. Yeah, after a shit house first date. After a shit house first date. Well, she was affectionately known as Smashly. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how that go. Did he? He didn't do anything stupid though. He was just really drunk. No, he just got really drunk and kind of, you know, stumbled all over himself. Uh, he didn't puke or anything. So, all right, that's that's not too bad then. Jesus, fucking blowing chunks on a first date. That's that, bold. That's a bold move. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you're, you know, maybe you're both fucking shit house and you can cross uh, vomit vortexes. <laughs> Oh, speaking of crossing vomit vortexes, I was at uh, Trauma, the uh, yearly Halloween party that they throw at the Blue Stone. Fuck yeah. Um, is it Blue Stone I st- anymore? I can't remember what the fuck the place is called now. I, th- I haven't been up to that place in a while. I at least know the venue you're talking about, and I still haven't gone to that, and I'm salty about that. It looks cool as hell. Yeah, it's a cool old church that's now full of sound systems. Um. But, well, I mean, trauma. I've, I've been to shows at Bluestone, but I have oh, a lot yeah. of friends who go to that and have seen pictures. It looks like a fucking wild time. Yeah, trauma's fucking wild as hell. And uh, I went as Lieutenant Dan, so I had I had borrowed a wheelchair, <laughs> and uh, I put these like black spats over my um, over my shoes and my lower legs, and like folded up my jeans. Yeah, and all that shit. And uh, I put a bandana on and like an army jacket. And uh, I was rolling around the party, and I got, like, so fucking shithouse, I ended up puking in a trash can uh, <laughs> around the same time that my uh, dear friend Kiki also was puking into a trash can. And a security guard comes over and is like, what's going on over here? And she lifts her head out of the trash can and says, we're puke buddies, and then fucking <laughs> let's go again. <laughs> Did you get kicked out for that? Or then nope. you just crack up? No, nope, he yeah. loved it. It's yeah. like, well, you're keeping it in the can. <laughs> Seems like you're emptying out. You're gonna be fine. That's all you can ask for. Were you were you still in the wheelchair where you were puking? Absolutely. To... <laughs> I played I played the character to the hilt. That's why I got so fucking shit houses because I wasn't moving around as much. Yeah, like I couldn't tell how drunk I was getting. Oh man, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because a lot of times you don't notice until you stand up and you're like, oh, God. the the Earth is a fucking tumultuous ship right now. <laughs> Fucking a, yeah. So well, if you're don't if you're don't trying to that. get shit, if you're trying to get shit housed, uh, doing a wheelchair, it's very fun. There you go. Yeah, get a wheelchair, dress up as Lieutenant Dan, go on these dates and puke on your crush. <laughs> Boom. All right, on to our next question from the question box. Mm-hmm. Another anonymous question: Are guys okay with dating girls who choose not to have sex because of a sexual assault? I am dating this guy, 24M, and I am 24F, and we are getting to the point where we are getting close. It's been two months, and I don't know how to tell him that I am not ready for that kind of thing. Will that scare him away or repel him? What should I do? Oh. Uh, I think the wrong kind of guy it would repel. The kind of guy that you don't want to date would be like, well, if you're not going to fuck, then I'm fucking out of here. Exactly, exactly. And, uh... And no, I I don't think there's anything... I don't think there's anything wrong with that, and I think that's understandable. I've I've been in that situation uh, actually with with somebody who was dating, and it went kind of like she you know she explained the situation to me and I liked this girl a lot and it was like I understand I I haven't dealt with this before so I don't like I, I'm not sure what to say or do here but like I'm here for you and if you want to talk about it if there's anything I can do you know I will do that but you know I like you a lot and like that's I, I'm I'm here for that. Yeah. Uh, and I, th- I think that's all you could do. Like, like you said, I just let this person know what that situation is maybe ahead of time. So you don't get to a situation where this dude's like, we've been dating for so long. Why, you know, is she not into me? What's going on? Um, which I'm sure can be, you know, scary to, to bring that up and, and talk to somebody, uh, about it. Uh, but again, like you're saying, if this is if this is the right person, I I think you just got to have that conversation, and uh, you know you're you're gonna find out if they're right or not. Yeah. But that that's fucking rough, man. Yeah. Uh, definitely the kind of situation where you want someone to be into you for you before they're into you for your body. 
No, ex- exactly. So it sounds like hookup culture is not for you, and it sounds like that's not what you're going for. Um, and when you meet the right guy and you tell him this, he's going to be sympathetic, going to be understanding as much as he can, not having that experience unless he has had that experience, in which case probably very understanding. Um, yeah, so be clear and upfront with the person and, you know, see what happens. And if it does scare him away, you didn't fucking need him in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. And that, and if it does scare him away too, that's on that guy that there's nothing wrong with you. You're doing nothing wrong. It doesn't make you like, you know, uh, the flawed or broken person because you know, something shitty happened to you. Um, if it doesn't work out, it's on that guy. It, it, It doesn't come down to you doing anything wrong. You know, particularly if you're forthcoming, that's fucking brave. And, and you know, that's, that's all you can do. And fucking good on you for getting out there and dating people too. Cause Absolutely. I'm sure that is scary. Yeah. You ever, I, you ever, you ever dealt with this situation? Uh, yes, I have dated people who have experienced sexual assault. Um, I think luck- that's unfortunately like most people. Most yeah. Women. It's, it's a startling amount of women. Um, I, I could say luckily for me, uh, she was at a point in her therapy where, uh, immersion, was uh, appropriate so she was like my therapist says i should have some sex and i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) good good call therapist (laughs) thanks thanks therapist thanks therapist thanks for the hookup but so it sounds it sounds like in that oh god damn it the fucking train is coming through cotton Maybe pick up a vape habit too. That'll, yeah, uh, that'll, that'll solve all your problems. Can Pickle, I tell you? Get, get away from the headphone cable. Oh my god. That is a Sorry. pussy and dick magnet, by the way, vaping. Oh my god. Oh, People yeah. are so turned on by my vape mod. You know what I always say, Arthur? When they see the cloud, the pants come down. <laughs> I wish oh, that yeah. rhymed better. <laughs> <laughs> when they see the. Uh, uh, when they see the cloud, they moan real loud. There we go. Oh, that's so much better. Thank you. <laughs> we had to alley oop that one. That was very good. <laughs> All right. Do, do you want to hear the other two? I would. Non- I would love to hear the other two that are on here. We got to give the fan service. Oh God, I don't even want to read the one that I read you. This is you so have to. Stupid. You have to. <laughs> it's in the question an, box. We got anonymous. An anonymous question. How old is Donovan? I'm 13, but damn, I want a piece of that cake. Ow, ow. Great. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not 13. No, no. <laughs> I am significant. twice as old as you. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, uh, you know, maybe, maybe date somebody in fucking eighth grade or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Date an eighth grader. Uh, Jesus. Who the fuck <laughs> is 13 listening to our show? I don't know, man. Apparently podcasts are popular among the youngins. Yeah, dude. We're fucking... Being blared around the junior high hallways. <laughs> I fucking hope so. Put up, put up some tote bag stickers. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Like on the real, if you are a middle school student, please get it, Donovan. Please get at us at radiofreetotebag at gmail dot com. We will send you a sticker. Put it on your locker. That would be there the raddest go. shit in the world. Put on your uh, on your Helios. and just <laughs> zip down the hall, and people will be like, "What are those?" And then they'll fucking see the sticker, and they'll be like, "Oh, damn." He'll be like, That's on Healy's. I better listen to that show. I think he mispronounced. What are those? <laughs> I wasn't even going for that reference. I should have. I should have. <laughs> hey, uh, are Healy's still a thing? I swear to God, I just saw somebody like riding, like a fucking kid riding some Healy's somewhere. Healy's are come eternal. Back? Healy's are eternal. Ah, dude, I it's always so. just cool. Well, see, I, want... I didn't have those when I was like young enough to be healing around. But I remember both of my si- like both of my uh, older sisters or oldest of my youngest sisters. The fucking Heelys were crazy among those fucks. We'd be like a church and kids would just be zipping up and down the, uh, the little patio outside when they give you the, the donuts and coffee. It looked like a good time. I definitely yeah. saw some fucking 10-year-olds eat shit, though. Let's see. So uh, maybe maybe be careful. Size 13. They, they got them, baby. Adult Heelys? They make adult Heelys, and I'm getting some. Jesus. Are you size 13? Yeah. I got big feet. Damn, dude. Fucking Sam Squanch over here. <laughs> All right. 
check out check out this other uh, i'm so i'm so confused by this we got some weird shit in the box i love the box oh, so i didn't i didn't even mention stuff earlier a couple little short ones uh-huh. more donovan also more arthur sorry if you're leaving you out of the first sentence arthur <laughs> <laughs> thanks another one i'm proud of my boys i thank you we're, we're proud of you too we're proud of you too and finally, 59-year-old retired male looking for a discreet but to meet regularly for J.O. only. <laughs> Straight guys only, no gay stuff. Harry a plus on stomach and chest, but please be clean-shaven down there. Fuck you, Zesty. The twist is I know you put that in there. who could come live with me during storm season so we can go outside and J.O. during a tornado. <laughs> My ultimate fantasy is to have us tied with leather belts to pipes yes! like Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton at the end of the movie Twister. Oh, my and God. Our feet being sucked up into the vortex while we are doing what we can, J.O., possible handjob exchange to climax into the vortex. Jerk off into a cyclone. That's my friend Obviously. Elizabeth. I know who fucking sent me that. Oh, yeah. That's my friend Obviously. Elizabeth. Obviously, this is possible and dangerous to attempt, so I would be okay with just J.O. looking at a tornado. Let's meet up and find out if you're the regular J.O. bud I need for the job. No reply without face plus dick pics. Are you man enough? Oh, my God. I know exactly who sent us that. I have a running gag with my friend Elizabeth about jerking off into a cyclone. Yeah, Elizabeth's a good writer. Thank yeah, you. She's, Thank you for that, Elizabeth. She really put this together. That fucking nice. rules. <laughs> oh wait one more i didn't mention can you interview someone that has a fart fetish I've, oh I've my figured, god if we could find somebody i guess yeah should we start like soliciting um uh <laughs> like craigslist people to come on our show sexual deviants yeah from craigslist did you know you I'm can't down, you can't even find sexual deviants on craigslist anymore because of sesta fosta wait because of what there was an act that they put through. Let's see if I can get the best. What is the Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act? And essentially mm-hmm. it was it's put through Congress as like a we're going to uh, stop online sex trafficking. But for the most part, it has uh, just harmed sex workers of all kinds and perverts of all kinds. Uh, somebody think about the perverts. Yeah. Wait, so there's no like, there's no more M4F board and all that on Craigslist. That's right. Uh, casual Encounters is gone. Oh man, there's no personals on Craigslist anymore. It's the end of an era. What a shame! What a shame! There would have been some good content in there. Damn you, Congress! There's a good uh, Vox article entitled "A New Law Intended to Curb Sex Trafficking Threatens the Future of the Internet as We Know It." God damn it! Yeah. So, I wish we had. Uh, Wish we had all done our reading on this before we let it happen. <laughs> what a shame. What yep. a shame, brother. Well, hey, if you're looking to uh, engage in some, make some like deviant uh, classified ads, just come on the show and, uh, you know, you can talk <laughs> about what you want and uh, then somebody will hear it and then maybe you can go jerk off into a tornado with them. Yeah. The dream. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, we're a little off the rails with all this weird-ass suggestion box shit, but that's been your suggestion box questions for the past couple weeks. Uh, the link is on my Instagram. I think it's also posted on our Facebook. You can post your questions anonymously, and we will read them and respond to them uh, regardless, unfortunately, of what they are. So <laughs> post us some more questions. Uh, I, I, always, I always like responding to those. Yeah, God, they're the best. I live for the question yeah. box. You ready to get back onto the Reddit rails, though? I am. Let's head back into Reddit with this one. Met my 24F boyfriend's 23M family, and I'm a bit overwhelmed by the culture shock. How to navigate this? First of all, they are all from Colombia while I was born and raised here in the U.S. He came here when he was seven. We've been together for seven months. He touched me way too much. It can sound silly, but oh my God, I was not ready for that level of constant physical contact. I met some of his aunts cousins and his mom and they all hugged me and held my hands and kissed me on both cheeks then kind of surrounded me in a couch so they could listen to me talk about myself i already knew his sister ended up sort of hanging out with her to avoid being ambushed by the rest of his relatives they kept making jokes about how i am such a twig i am 161 centimeters and slim his mom was all girl you are so flaquita come here and have something to eat ha 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 they served me (laughs) some of their typical plates And it was delicious, but the amount of food they gave me was like, holy shit. 
They served me two plates of food when there was food everywhere on the table for everyone to grab, additional to the main courses. My boyfriend downed his food like it was whatever, but I couldn't even finish one plate. I don't mean to be mean here, but they are also pretty loud, at least for my standards. My boyfriend and his sister are pretty quiet on on the other hand and are jokingly mocked for it. When I was leaving, I must have kissed 12 people on the way out and honestly felt overwhelmed by the atmosphere. I don't mean that I didn't enjoy meeting his family, but I felt like I was ambushed by his relatives when I was just expecting to sit and chit-chat with his mom most of the afternoon. Is this something that will happen less from now on, or will they be more or less like this every time we meet? Because honestly, I can't stand crowds that much, and being put in a corner of sorts by several people makes me really nervous, and I said a lot of awkward things. Is this common for Colombian people in general, or are they somewhat of an exception? Will this happen frequently? TLDR, BF's family is a bit too friendly and festive for me, and while I enjoyed it, I expected a more laid-back environment. How do I handle future interactions, and is this common for this particular background? Posted by Guilty Ant Zero. Interesting. <laughs> I have I have low-key direct experience this uh, or a similar thing with living in Caracas, mm-hmm. but that was the uh, that was the kisses on both cheeks. I was like 13, moving down there from Ohio, and uh, people kept doing that, and I was so fucking thrown. Like, not a very touchy person, and then like, oh, oh god, yeah, right. And then like you'd meet somebody's like mom or grandma, and they'd do it, and I'm like, oh, that's super fucking awkward. I'm just like kissing this dude's mom, <laughs> but <laughs> how did you it's handle just, it? It's just like a greeting thing. You know, it, you get used to that. Or you'd be idiot me at 13 as well. I go to like my first party down there. This girl, this girl does that when I come in and I'm like, oh man, she's into me. <laughs> <laughs> she kissed me. She's, she must be into me. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, that was not the case. So did you, did you just kind of get inured to it? Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't date any, uh, Latina girls, so I can't say I experienced like the, this family situation. Well, I hung out with friends, families, uh, but I think that's just kind of something you got to get used to. Did anyone call you flaquita? Uh, nobody called me flaquita, maybe gringo. I think that was about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's the same thing about the, the date we were talking about. Drink a couple beers when you go to these family gatherings and uh, you'll get used to it and, and recognize too. It sounds like she she knows it's just coming from a good place, you know. Yeah. They just they just like you. Honestly, you this know? sounds like a good ass time to me. Yeah, dude. I want to. It sounds fucking great. I want somebody <laughs> to shove Colombian food on me. Shove Colombian food on me. <laughs> it was a weird. Yeah, it was an oddly constructed sentence. I will concede. <laughs> Just fucking dump some empanadas, chicken, and rice. Onto mm. Arthur's body. Mm. There we go. Ooh, that's what. Oh, Chris and I should go somewhere with empanadas. There you go. The Marg place might have them. Are empanadas? Are they Colombian? They I make those there. I thought that was kind of an all-over Latin American Empa- thing. Empanadas. The first. Okay, I'm pissed. The first recipe available uh, when you Google it is from MarthaStewart.com. Oh boy. Paragon of Latino culture. Yeah. Um, Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. <clears throat> I was watching um I was watching the Eric Andre show last night and they had an interview with um Warren G. And uh you know like those of you familiar with the uh the Eric Andre show, it's kind of full of non sequiturs and just nonsense and violence and bullshit. They try yeah. to fuck with the guests very intentionally. Yeah. He like leans they try over the, to make them as uncomfortable as possible. Yeah. He leans over the desk to Warren G and says, would you titty fuck Martha Stewart? And there's a long pause. And Warren G goes, yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. I think we would. I think we are all Warren G who would reluctantly titty fuck. I can't say I could turn down, turn down old Martha. Oh, my God. I used to watch Martha Stewart living in the afternoons as a small child. It's a good thing. It's the <laughs> co- cooking show, right? She did the yeah. cooking show. Cooking and, like, home decor and, Damn, like, gardening and, like, 
I think she did stuff on like raising animals and stuff, like dog rearing and things like that. <laughs> Multi talented Martha, dude. Yeah. Okay, hold, hold on just a fucking second. Pickle is going utterly ham. I was dog sitting the past two days, so I think she just missed me, and she is going nuts. She has climbed. You hear that? She she had climbed into Chelsea's jeans and was fucking rolling around. And now she, now she's gone. Now she is out of here like fucking greased lightning. What's the greased lightning? We're we're off the rails again. I think we we're in agreement that you know. You just got to be all right with this. They're showing you affection. It's going to be a little bit of culture shock, but but it's all right, you know. The, yeah. What's the alternative is to like go around to everyone and be like, "Hey, can you be a less a little less like, you know, <laughs> affectionate with me?" Can you be yes. like thirty percent less Latinx? <laughs> can you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Just turn down, turn down the Latin a little bit. Yeah, yeah, man. It's cool. It's it's a good time. You you'd be all right. Yeah, eat the food. Eat the delicious food. Eat the delicious food. Kiss some cheeks. Embrace Flaquita. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do we got up here next? Well, let's see. We are at... Yeah, we got time for one more. We'll do one more. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I 31F. Called in sick to work today so I could have some time alone for my partner, 33M. Oh, God. Yeah, my partner is always around. Some people will say I'm lucky that he wants to be around me all the time, but it's feeling so smothering. We've been together for 10 years. He has no friends he hangs out with, and the only time he'll do his hobby, fishing, is when I'm busy doing something else. If I suggest he should go fishing, he asks why I'm trying to get rid of him. If I want to hang out with my friend, which we all only do once a week, instead of saying, that sounds fun, I hope you have a good time, he'll say, well, what am I going to do? You've been at work all day. I haven't seen you. I'm going to miss you. He makes me feel guilty for leaving him alone. I'm just feeling overwhelmed. How do you tell your partner of 10 years that he's smothering you and I need guilt-free alone time? TL, TLDR, feeling smothered, don't know how to tell my partner, and that was posted by Spaghetti Splinters. Full name. It is. It is. Oh, man. Motherfucker got to get fishing by his lonesome, and he can take some time, do some fishing while you're hanging out at the house by yourself. Like, this sounds like a fucking situation, honestly. This sounds like something that's of, of pretty serious import. Yeah, and I'm surprised that this, this hasn't come up on, you know, as somewhat of an issue until 10 years into the relationship. Oh, I bet I'm it's been happening like, the whole time. Yeah. All right, I don't know. Maybe they moved somewhere and he, he, he's he got no friends around here. But Possible. Possible. Yeah. Now, the way he seems to be talking about this, it definitely makes it seem like it's been a been a, a longer standing issue. He's got to get, he's got to go down to the marina and meet some fishing buddies. Yeah, dude, I think we I think we know some uh, gay dads who go down there uh, occasionally. They <laughs> got a little, they got a little cult they can join. Yeah, that's that's a great way to spend your time is in the gay dad sex cult. It is, man. You can go golfing too. It's a great time. Bowling, get some ice cream. Yeah, but for uh, for real, in terms of this, isn't so much advice for her. But if if you're this person in a relationship, you you got to give the person some space. Yeah, like it, you know, it, it's it's good to spend a lot of time together and and. You know, I think, I, I think that's a good thing often, but especially if you're living together, like you, you got to have your alone time and you got to understand that that doesn't come from a place of, you know, being, not wanting to be around you or, or feeling negatively towards you. It's just, you know, people like to be alone sometimes. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's not a weird thing. And on top of that, if you've got a hobby that you're kind of backing off from to, double down in your relationship like you got to have your own hobbies you got to have your own your own things here you can't you can't literally do everything together yeah otherwise i mean i've known couples that do that and it seems like they burn bright for a time and then start to fade off no definitely and then it it burns the fuck out you get you get the uh you get a little familiar contempt uh or whatever whatever going on in terms of this girl, though, I think you just gotta you gotta tell him that. And I would reiterate that you know it's not not for sake of being shitty towards you or, or for anything uh, 
you know, wrong or disliking spending time with them. It, you know, it's just you, you want to see your friends too, and you you can't maintain your friendship relationships if you're spending all your time uh, with just you know just your so. Yeah, absolutely true. Uh, you have you've been at work all day. I haven't seen you. I'm going to miss you. Oh, I'm gonna miss you too. Kiss on the forehead. Bye. <laughs> exactly. And the work doesn't count as alone time too. You no. know. Nobody's no, fucking not. happy, like a nice, relaxing time at work. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that in the eyes. Right uh, in the eyes. With an ice pick, repeatedly. There we go. Um. So, yeah. Instead of saying, that sounds fun, I hope you have a good time. Well, what am I going to do? Oh, <laughs> man, that's pathetic. That is, dude. That's some, that's some whingy, whining bullshit. Yeah. All you do is whinge and complain. <laughs> Yeah, tell him to put a witchy grub on his cock, and uh, you'll see him a little later. There we go. Like, just kind of cut him loose, you know what I mean? Like, he'll he'll figure it out. Like, exactly. I think ha- have this conversation, but then just hold the hard stance of, like, well, I'm, like, I'm going to go hang out with my friend, you know? Do your, do your thing. Yeah. Why don't you, like, fucking meet some people? Like, do some stuff. Exactly. We were kind of joking about that, but for real, fucking with your hobby, meet some other people fishing. Like, yeah. You know, there's there's other people you can hang out with sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've said it before. We'll say it again. Your SO is not your only emotional support in the world. Exactly. Unless you want to become a uh, codependent neutron star, which uh, is not something to aspire to. Yeah. Don't be a neutron star. No. Be a, uh, be a, white, a white dwarf. Yep. I don't fucking, I have no idea what I'm like, talking about. Like Vern Troyer, rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. That was good. I'm the worst. That was good. Okay. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> you about ready to wrap this up? Yeah, where, where are we at on time? 60 minutes. All right, perfect, dude, perfect. Wrap it up uh, on that uh, on that Vern Troyer note. Yeah. Well, our uh, intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Nowhere, and you can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro music is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows, who you can find at theheyfellows.com, instagram.com slash theheyfellows, uh, or just go on Spotify and look up the Hayfellows. You'll, you'll find them. We got, uh, we got our Patreon running still. We're still looking for cash from your pocket uh, to line ours if you like the show. Uh, we've got one way for you to contribute so far. If you give us $10, Donovan will put whatever picture you want on his wall. It'll go on the wall and it'll stay there into perpetuity. $10. Ruin my relationships, ruin my friendships with your horrifying photos. Uh, or be nice, you know, just like send me a picture of a cat and we'll, uh, we'll send me a picture of your cat. We'll, we'll stick it up there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're we're still thinking up other ways uh, for you to contribute. Uh, I'm sure. Does our Patreon have like a free form? Just give us give a money button. Yeah, I think so. I think I have like preset for one and ten. We uh, I just had to reactivate it actually, so we can we can mess around with this and maybe maybe get it down. Maybe we can do some bonus episodes. Maybe we yeah. can have some uh, some special content. Uh, who knows? But we'll work it out, and uh, hopefully you will throw dollar bills at our basis yeah love it yeah. uh don't forget to like comment and subscribe on uh apple podcast stitcher all that business uh really helps us out really helps us climb the rankings we have 11 last i checked ratings and i'm so fucking happy you guys because we now officially have a number next to our podcast and that number is five thank you so very much Woo! we're a no, solid yeah, five dude. podcast you're you're telling me that. I'm glad people have uh, have gone and clicked those stars. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to write stuff. It would be cool if you wrote stuff. Uh but you can also just click that click the five star button and, and make both of our hearts grow five sizes that five, day. maybe six sizes. Let me reiterate too, I mentioned the question box in there before. Um we haven't been doing this frequently just because there hasn't been as much stuff in there. But if you're listening and you want to send your question in anonymously, uh, you can find the link on our Facebook page. I can repost that too so people can grab it. Yes. Or if you go on my Instagram, uh, like my personal one, it's just it's it's in the it's in the profile. Click that link and uh and type in some some queries. Absolutely. Nailed it. Well, hey, if there's no other business, my name is Arthur. 
My name is Donovan. And we're here to wish you a happy 4th of July and happy, healthy relationships uh, on into the next year. Hell Why did yeah, I say dude. into the next year like it's the end of the year? <laughs> <laughs> into the rest of the year and then also, and also next year. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. Uh, but this has been your Radio Free Tote Bag. We've been so happy to have you with us. And we hope to see you again soon. Bye. Mwah! Hell yeah. I'm going to go light up some firecrackers and chug some gasoline. Pop, 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 pop.